0: Today we are going to begin the fourth and final segment of Business and Halachan Chalamayat. Today's Shia will cover a few different points, not necessarily interrelated to each other, and we'll begin with an end note on yesterday's discussion of a halva that's connected to a mecher. The Shulchan Arachan Simen Tavkov Lamed Siv Zayin, says, HaMalves al al if a person lends money to his friend against an item or against merchandise it means to say that he'll be able to hold that merchandise or that item in the uh, escrow so to speak and if the loan is not paid up he gets to keep it the and these thousands of cotton hay explains that the reason why there should there should be a problem with this is because, Since they're making a sale with an agreement that is going to be consummated after Yontiv, so technically anyone can do this kind of agreement. And if we're going to view this as just a halva, because the halva part happens on Yontiv, but the actual delivery of merchandise takes place after Yontiv, so we're opening up a door to allow people to do business, to do schayr on Yontiv, by just engaging in the purchasing and waiting for the delivery at a later date. Therefore, there's yesh Isrim, they forbid this, and uh, and again, like the, the Mechaber says, yesh matirin. If we follow the rule of yesh yesh halochah ki yesh basra, that would mean the Mechaber is passing that it's oser. Following on the heels of the Mechaber, we find in the tshuva rav pa'alim, for the Ben hashchai, in Shailah Lamed Bez, the Ben hashchai, is Mevur, <coughs> we won't go in and read it inside, we'll just speak it out outside, that it's a double Pashat, that it's usher to pay for an item now, even though the item is only going to be received after Yantech. For example, if a person orders a shipment from Amazon, he orders an item from Amazon, and it's scheduled to arrive after Yantech, this would go into the same category of that will be delivered later on. And therefore such a thing is considered um Sraira, it's not considered a halva, and it would be forbidden on Yantar. Al Khalama. To quote the final few words in the Ben Ya in the Rap Palim, he says as follows Alkuli Alma Immaizer Ha Mais Bakalamay Kadesha Yukalaya Saira Afilusha Kindala May Hai Raza Bakla Prachmatya Baasur. If he gives money in chalamayit in order to purchase the item after yantiv, that is included. Even though this, the sale is only the kenyan is only happening after yantiv, that's bechlafrachmatia and that's usher that's forbidden on chalamayit. The next item we're going to be discussing in the today is the halacha that the mechaber discusses in simon tafkuf lamed tes, which is the tour in the name of his father of the rush, and it's quoted here in the shulchan aruch. The mechaber says as follows, and sif yud gimel lahalvois laku beribis to lend a guy ribis la Isum she regilim lavois mimenu to those people that usually borrow from him muter mishum to have a davra avor or la oysim she eini regilim lavois gamkein muter she yichlo ribis al shavur rishayi yetsiano besimchas So to lend money to a guy beribis if it's a steady customer and he's uh, afraid to lose it, to lose his customer, it's considered a Dabra Abud. And uh, even to lend to people that are not usually his customers, he's allowed to, as long as he uses some of the money for Yontid. So there's two parts to this halacha. There's the halacha of lending his steady customers, not continuing to provide the service would be a, a, almost a guaranteed way to lose customers. Therefore, it's considered a Dabra and not only if it's a steady customer, and there's no issue of losing a customer, but if he's going to use the money for simple Yontav, then you have a Heter to lend money even to new customers. The Mishnah writes in Khan Memchaz, Mishab Rurah says that ashari nami is li If a person is, is lending to a Yid, and he's using a Heter Iska, that's also Mutter. If you can use some of the mice for Simchat Yontef, he's allowed to do it for yid as well. So, based on the first part of this halacha, we learn that the threat of losing a steady customer is is room to allow malachas, room to allow and pragmatia on chalamay. So the question is, how far can we stretch this heter? The, the halacha earlier in the Ramassal Eine brings down a discussion about this, and he says, as follows. It's around ten lines into the piece, He's discussing why it is that some people were very lax in the halacha of closing their stores in Chalamayat. They would stay in the stores. So first, the B'Alochah says, even according to the Matirin, that equate a chenvani with a tagar, which we discussed yesterday, the sheet of the Magnav Ram, that's only if he sits in the back room and only allows privately one or two people in at a time. So then he discusses afterwards, he tries to understand, but why is it that people are not doing that? And he quotes Ali Rabbah that says, possibly the reason for this may be because if he's not going to keep the store open, he's going to lose his steady customers. So that itself is classified as a Davra Abud. That itself should be grounds to permit a Chenvani to sell on Chalamite. That means to say, if the store will be closed for such a long time, have the entire Yantiv, Yismayet HaMekech HaMem Kam Yisrael the Yidin will lose all the customers to the Gai'esha stores. So therefore, one can one can contend that this should be viewed as a Dabra HaAvod. However, it says the B'alacha of the Siyam HaElyar Rabba Sha'al-Kalpanim Ein Lomoyd Malacham Izeh Ki Ein Oidaymolik Takmat Yeshayet Stadikulis Habit Bepaiskin Matkan Lashaynoi He says you cannot compare just leaving the stores open without any system of checks and balances as opposed to each individual case of pragmatia. So therefore, it He sells uh, cloth, material, and he cuts it to the size. So there's so many different malachas involved, it's been taken totally out of context, and therefore um, this is improper has and a person should not rely on it. As the B'alacha says in the bottom line, Since the a Ba'al she'yeh that the store should be closed, And it should be opened, so to speak, by appointment, that when the uh, buyer, when the purchasers come to buy, then they can come in, privately in a small way because they're buying letzayroch yontav or just not to lose the customer and he should use a little bit of this income towards therefore he'll have all his bases covered and there won't be now let us move on to the next segment of the shir today this discusses the halacha of Using non-Jewish laborers to do labor to do Malacha for you on ma'id. We'll begin with the gemara ma'id. Cotton daf yud and aleph. The gemara says a little before the half, the midpoint of the daf. Tanur Bona, nekablan ki You're able to accept workers, contractors to do for you Malacha on chalamayid. La soisa la in order that this work should be performed after Yantiv. it means you can sign them up to do work for you after Yantiv. However, on Yontif it is Aser. Why is it Aser? I, they're non-Jewish workers. Why do they have to keep the Mayet? So, Gemara, the rule of is the rule of thumb is the rule of thumb is Something that you're allowed to do, you're able to tell the Gaisha worker to do. whatever something that you're not allowed to do, hey you're not allowed to tell the Gaiusha worker to do. The Mechaber in Simon Tavkof Mem Gimel, fifth Aleph Paskins, anything that's forbidden to do, also loyma le'eini Yehudi la'sfaysay. It is likewise forbidden to tell a non-Jew to perform it on your behalf. The Mechaber continues in Sif Beis and teaches us another halacha: a guy that received a job on Arab Yantiv to build a house for a Yid, because Blana a contractor. It is forbidden to allow him to perform this work, this labor on chalamayit. even though he may be doing this building outside of the chum of the city, still, nonetheless, it's forbidden. And Mishabur explains the chiddush that even though kibaylus kablanus is something that he can technically do on his own, it's not you're not requiring him to work on mayid. He could have waited till after mayid. He chose to do it on Halamoy simply because it's more convenient for him. So we find such a hatter in certain cases. Over here, Chazaur Macher. So the Mishavu says as follows, V'kablonos, Retzoloyim, Avshehu the V'loy, V'sochir, Yoyim. Even though he's he took it as a, a tablado, as a contracting job, per job, not per hour. V'gam, E'en mitzavei made and he's not commanding him, he's not telling him he wants it done, everyone who's doing it, anyone who does this kind of labor, any kablin who takes such a job, does it at his own discretion. He's doing it, and in this case, he chooses to do it, because he wants to finish his job quickly. Still, Even though he's the one who made that decision on his own, because people who see this cobbler is not going to know that he's a coblin. He'll think maybe he's just a day laborer. He gets paid by the hour. And you required him to work for you on Chalambayat. Therefore, it's going to be us, sir. However, the Mr. Brewer finishes off. And here, Doc and Lewis, However, if everyone over there in that city only builds with contractors, then it's, there's more of a room to be Makal. However, if they went ahead and did build B'Kablonus, and the person didn't right? Nonetheless, shari l'odur by a person is able to live in there, and he doesn't have to. There's no knas. We didn't make a knas to forbid him to use that malacha. Now we will move on to the final segment of this discussion. The halacha is that uh, we said before that a year that needs the money for yontiv is allowed to do certain. Malachas, because he needs money for Yontem. We we're there, all different malachas which I said before, Hakmatia, whether it's the Kainah, whether it's the Maikhar, as the Mishnah, my Kastan Daf says. So just to review the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said, "Ain elo You can only buy houses, slaves, animals. Some people have a gear Avonim, could be purchased if it's needed for Mayed, or if the seller needs it for the Mayed, needs it for the Yantar. And we said that this, according to Halakha Mammayasism, shabura comes out, like the Magan that this doesn't is not only for these items listed in the Mishnah, any items that you purchase in Mamanias, should only be those items that are needed for Yantar. Now the Gemara discusses, what about a, paying a laborer, paying a salary to a worker, is that also included in the Hether of Mecca Chomemcha, which is permitted middle the Gemara comes out that it is. Let's read the Gemara inside. Ba'aminei Ravamer Ibn Nachman, Rav Aser Nachman, the reward for work, She'enli ma'yoychal, that's for the worker, for the laborer, that does not have what to eat. Mahu, what's the halach? In other words, is that included in the Mishnah? It's, a, it's learned in the Mishnah. Why? Because the Mishnah says, For the seller that doesn't have what to eat. Rashi explains that the Gemara means to say that if you wanted to know what your hetter is to, to buy from the seller, even if you yourself don't need it for yantiv, it's because the seller needs it for yantiv. That should technically be included in the first line of the Mishnah. That ain't loikim el You only buy the tsarach It could mean even not only the buyer but even the seller needs the money for mayit. So why does the Mishnah have to specify at the end that you could buy it for the benefit of the maycher having money for yantiv? Why wouldn't that be inherent in the first part of the Mishnah? It must mean that it's not referring to the benefit of a maycher in the sefer. Rather, it means to the benefit of a laborer. You have to hire a laborer if he's going to use the salary to pay for his his food for Yontif so the Gemara says aleloi, I can tell you that's not a Raya because Pirusha come the mission is simply just explaining the ratio a little clearer but it only it's limited only to Mecha and not to laborers so the Gemara says that maybe it's just Pirusha come it's not you don't have any inference from the mission as, as, like that the Gemara continues no you don't write low documents on chalomayid unless you don't believe the borrower or if the, the lender does not have what to eat or the borrower does not have what to eat. So why do you need to add on the word? You already said that you have a heter because it's Edom Aminai. So it must mean that the Eilin Mayorechal is coming to tell you for the schar of the cipher, for the person who wrote the shtar, as Rashi says. So you see from here that a worker, a laborer, gets a salary if he needs the money for Tzorcha Shm'amina. So we can come out with a final ruling that this is a halacha and he has a right to get this salary, the salary with. the now this is actually a step further than regular mekkah Hiring a laborer is, even if you're hiring him to do a complete malacha, something which, according to some shittas, would be even maybe diraisa as far as chalmaid goes, but since you have a hetar of tzayr Mayid, which we had used before for instances of mekkah which is less chalma than a complete malacha. Here we're applying it to a complete malacha and allowing it in the case of All malacha is permitted to be performed by a laborer if he does not have what to eat. In order that he should have he should earn an income in order to be able to have some money for Tzarek Yantiv. So the Mechavah is saying, call any Molacha. Even a full-blown Molacha, as far as Chalamayet goes, and the parameters of Chalamayet, even if it's not L'tzarek and even if it's performed normally. But since he needs it, in order to have food, have money to buy food for yantiv, he's allowed to do it. The Meshavura of Sifkatan Zion writes, that we're talking about someone who literally has nothing to eat. But if he has lechem, abu yeeshe lechem umayim, asr lasas mulachah, the Magan says it's asr to do mulachah. And there are other chavi he has bread and water, raksha Ainlay le he doesn't have meat and wine, and more expenses of yantib. The Bialachah discusses where the source of this machaikis comes from. If it's a machaikis of Baal and Yerushalmi, he discusses, so the, the Meshaviru brings down these two shitas. And Then he says, That this pile that's doing work should do it only in private because a person who sees the worker doing the work has no idea how much money the poor person has. He doesn't know he's an anis. So he might think that he's doing without any hester. So therefore he should try to avoid any esser of a of, uh, person getting confused and misjudging him uh, to try to do the malacha in private. The Meshavurah says in Sifkat and Ches that if he has merchandise, if a person has merchandise, then he should avoid accepting work in order to earn money to pay for yons. But in other words, this worker, this laborer, should not go to work if he has merchandise to sell. He should rather sell the merchandise and use the money to buy food for Yantan. Now, merchandise, Mr. Brewer clarifies, does not mean his furniture. It means merchandise that he has put aside for eventual sale, he should sell that first instead of having to go to work for, for to, to have money to pay for Yantan. The B.A.L.A.K.A. discusses what if the laborer has an opportunity to borrow money? Is the laborer required to avoid working on money by taking out a loan? Or, he, in that case, we don't require him to take a loan. We, we allow him to do malacha, and it's included in the hetter of Tariq HaMayid. So, Allah does not really come out with a final ruling on it. He seems more naita, that it's actually preferable that he should take the loan. And therefore, um, and the same thing we find in the Eshalav Avram, in Simon Bay, that if he has an option to accept tzedakah, or to work on maid, the the if he has a choice of he should not take tzedakah over going to work he rather he should go to work and use the money of the tarech hamayim he's not required to accept tzedakah to avoid the, um, the the need for him to earn his own money however when it comes to a loan if he has the option of taking a loan to be able to avoid uh, the malacha that erev also has a stafik if that would be permitted or not. It's important to note that which the Mechaber says in Sif Aleph over here, that even malachas that are permitted on Yontif, on Cholomite, I mean, e'non mutaris When we allow a person to do these malachas they're only for himself. But, if he's b'schar, if he's going to hire someone to do them, then it's usher. For example, the Meshaviru says in Sif Aleph, let's say he's a question of Fixing something. He's allowed to sew a button onto his suit. It's not a malacha's uman. He's allowed to do it. Nonetheless, he should not pay somebody to do it because even though here's the opposite way around, here you have the, the, there's no, you're not doing a malacha and you want to hire someone to do it. So you would think that there shouldn't be a problem because it's not a malacha. Nonetheless, since it's done in the form of hiring, the act—the act itself of hiring a worker on chalamayid—should also be avoided. As the mishaburu explains in the ketan beis, the Kabbalah char b'mayid ko'vdu Doing things for money on chalamayid resemble ko'vdu Since it resembles ko'vdu it should be avoided. Mishaburu explains, however, that if the this, this person has no idea had to do these malachas, and the only way he's going to get them done is by finding someone who will do it only if he gets paid, then the the, the balbayis has the right to hire the worker and to pay them. The worker itself, it seems, does not have the to really to take it, it's just we're talking where the balbayis had no other choice, but the balbayis has the heftah in that case to pay for the malacha. This concludes the final segment of the business and on chalamaif.